This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Barry, hello Hello. Hi, Hello. Dylan. Good, good, good day. <laughs> Hello. I said good Hello, day. Podcaster. <laughs> um, how how we feeling? How we doing? I'm doing good. I'm in the midst of putting my away message on because I don't want oh. people to talk to me for the next <laughs> like however long we are recording. It's always it's always like a funny thing when you if you put up like a status or you set your like do not disturb. I'm like, okay, so the thing I'm doing this for is actually going to take me an hour, but let me just set this status to last for two hours Uh so that I can then have some like me time after I'm done with the actual pressing matter at hand. And I need to know if you agree in the sense that this whole working from home thing, because it's been for so long now when I'm doing things, I'm like, God, it seems like work is just interfering with my life. Like I have things to do. So we (laughs) we're recording, we we're recording this in the afternoon. We get the New York episodes a little early. So I was just watching the episode um, and my new nightstand arrived that I had to put together, you know, it comes, I ordered it like from Wayfair, it comes in the box, whatever, self-assembly. Um, so I was like, okay, let me just I'll, like start putting the nightstand together while I'm watching New York. Of course, I usually am like taking notes a little bit, you know, like I, I have to pay attention at least we have to, I have to know what's going on so we can right. recap. Correct. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll just start putting the nightstand together until I get into the episode and then I'll probably, you know, have to pay attention, whatever. Let Gotta me say, guess. You did the whole. <laughs> um, you can see my nightstand on zoom behind me. Um, I, there was not, it was I will awful. Say this wasn't, Let's just say it this at the was, same time. This was a lot less of an upsetting episode of Roni than some recent ones. You know, the Shabbat was definitely more of a, um, a an angering experience, but this episode, it just was kind of like, didn't okay. have any substance. There wasn't a lot going on. Not a lot of meat on the bones. Yeah. No, no real conflict. Um, but you know what is uh, much more exciting than New York right now? What's actually on the TV are these ridiculous oh my cascade God. of casting rumors that are happening behind the scenes and on social media. Um, if you're listening to this, you p- have probably seen this Demois post that happened mm-hmm. this week about how, you know, Ramona is the only one that is performing well in these demographics. And so she's staying and then they're going to keep Ebony, but everybody else is going to be gone except for Luann is going to be part time because NBC like makes money from her cabaret shows. 
it was so, and then of course, Tinsley and Bethany are coming back. Like all of a sudden it was just like this massive amount of information and like, none of it is true. And that just, pushes Dorinda to the side. Like it's right. Like Dorinda's going to be busy promoting all stars. So they're going to do that for a season and then she can come back. And then, you know, it's, it's just, this is after, of course, we've had the rumors that Ramona's getting fired. Ramona's not getting fired. The reunion's delayed. The reunion's canceled. All this stuff. Like, there have just been a ridiculous amount of these sources and reports and stuff. And I just feel like, I mean, first of all, from people that I trust, like Dave Quinn and Bryce Sander, like these re- reporters who actually usually get things correct, none of this is legit. I mean, it's all everything is still up in the air. They haven't cast season 14 because season 13 is not over yet. Right. Like some like, of the things that are said have been, have been in conversation and passing, but they took right. that and ran there's, with it. And there's a big, yeah. I, I feel like first of all, some of this stuff is just like straight up fake, yeah. but then there's also a big difference between like something that may have been part of a conversation at some point versus like, Oh yeah, this is what's happening. And I feel like people are just so so eager to have any kind of news. And I feel like we kind of paint ourselves into a corner by being Mm -hmm. like obsessed with Bravo that it's like any news is like something to latch onto. And it's like, don't get attached to any of these rumors because they're just that. And these women, these women don't have a clue what's happening. Like they don't, they don't, they don't know if they're coming back for season 14. I was talking to actually fat Carrie Bradshaw earlier today and he was, re- he read me the entire Duma post. And I was like, and then after I was like, yeah, I saw it. Like, it's very entertaining. I mean, <laughs> so he read it, but like acting. And I was like, yeah, I saw it already. But anyway, thank you. And so I said, it reminds me like envisioning these producers, like throwing papers in the air. Oh my God, what do we do? It reminds <laughs> me of like an NFL team with like a bunch of coaches sitting there being like, who are we going to, who are we going to put on the like field? The, they've got like the playbook. I'm <laughs> and like, they're like, okay, oh so God. we could put Ebony here. We could take out, we could put, throw in a Heather Thompson, you know, their reasonings into why each, each cast member is coming back or is not coming back and their ties to whatever business. I was like, guys, everyone take a breath and just listen to our podcast. It's like, I mean, look, you've heard us talk about this season of New York for like, I think this was like the 16th episode. We've obviously, I don't think we've loved this season. If you're listening, I doubt you've loved this season. I have not seen a lot of love for this season. So of course, it's, you know, it's interesting to think about what they might do for next season, but it's just like, and yeah, you know, after paying attention to this stuff for long enough, I just am like, here we go again. And what do you know? Calm down. After this episode just ended, when we finished watching, I go, okay, that was boring. (laughs) And then what do you, what do you know? They go. And next week on the season finale, I'm like, are you kidding me? I was wondering when it was going to happen because, you know, I feel like a lot of the time when the, when these shows have weaker seasons, they trim a couple episodes and I'm like, okay, like, <sighs> I'm kind of glad we're not getting like a- another five weeks in the Hamptons though. Cause I don't think I can do that again. I, yes. But at the same time, like, so the season finale is a continuation of this episode as opposed to like bubbling up and leading up to something like they're just still at Galentine's day. I don't know how this episode's going to end, but it's like, right. Okay. The season finale is going to be their party where they're dressing up as each other. Yeah. And cool. Bershon will arrive to save the day. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> 
Do you think it's, she it, got the invite to dress up as someone as well, or she's going to show up and she's going to be like, Ramona, why didn't you tell me? I don't know. I didn't think about that. I probably, if I, if I like sat down and thought through, I could probably figure out who's dressing up as who. Cause we know <laughs> Leah's, we, we know Leah's doing Ramona. We know Ebony's doing Luann, but like, I don't, to be honest, I don't, I don't care that much. I'll find out next week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know this. Okay. So this episode, we start, but still in the city, you know, mm-hmm. Shabbat is behind us. Thank God. Um, and Ms. Sonia Morgan tests positive for COVID. And so we it basically, it was interesting. So we know they had to shut down production on New York a couple times. And this time they basically just skip ahead four weeks we see Ramona like FaceTiming with Sonia and then it all of a sudden Sonia's just like emerged from her COVID cocoon where yeah, Ramona she, called her an ambulance. <laughs> she, but like, oh my God, I can't though. That was the second phone call though. The first one where she was like, Ramona was like, Oh, I'm fine. I took a test too. And she was like, okay, thanks. That makes me feel a lot better. She goes, good. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to make you feel better. Like she just doesn't like get it. She's on a different planet. It was, that was so funny because Sonia's like that, <laughs> that didn't make me feel better. <laughs> I, I, when you're sick and the other person is like, oh, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, I'm oh my still God, sick. Good. Yeah, that's amazing. I want to know if. Okay, like it's weird because we obviously know Sonia had like a party, but like they didn't show it and we don't know what went on or who was there or how at- long after she got COVID. All we know is her live-in assistant, Emma, got it as well. <laughs> yeah, I hope Emma's doing well. <laughs> I think she is. Poor Emma. But it's Um, funny because I was like, oh, wow, COVID. Why is Sonia like she sounds different? Why is she doing that? No, it wasn't COVID. It's because she was drunk in the episode. Yeah. So this phone call with Luann was was, I don't know. It was weird because they're talking about (laughs) they're talking about how they're going to the Hamptons, all this, this, that, the other. Sonia had her 103 fever. And then Sonia thinks she hangs up and she's like. I don't know. I've, Luann is so nice to me. I don't know why I always talk shit about her behind her back. And Luann is still on the phone. I, that was funny. That was like was, a, a true funny moment. It was funny because she was nicely talking. She was like, why do I talk shit? Like she wasn't talking shit in that moment. But right. I, I can't stop thinking about Luann's sweater because she looked like just a walking Ben and Jerry's container the entire episode. And I'm sorry. I was like, that is God awful. And we have seen some horrible fashion on all these shows. And I can't, I couldn't stop with this sweater. I'm sorry. We can move on from that. It's, it's fun to see these women in like the dead of winter. Cause we usually, they usually film in the fall and then are kind of finishing up maybe around the time you know, before Christmas time. And so the fact they had to take these delays. And so the fact that it's like February and they're still filming, it's like, oh, this is different. Here's the issue too, because as much as we love seeing it, the holidays and like Dorinda's obviously blue. So matter. We love it. We love, I love Luann's like shows where it's a fur vest moment. I want these women 
in the Hamptons in the summer. We need to change when we're filming this this franchise. Yeah, it needs to be in the summer. It obviously, like God willing, COVID, everything is going to be done with next year. Hopefully, please, Lord. But like they need to be in the Hamptons partying wine tours like old school New York. I'm done with this. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's interesting that they always film in the fall usually and or at least, you know, they have for the last several years because you don't really get to see. They always go to the Hamptons, but they're kind of just like at whoever's house. It's not really the Hamptons season. You know, they're kind of just there because they have houses there. It would be kind of fun to see them really do the Hamptons more. Bumping Whereas, into their girlfriends, the guys they hooked up with, like, I need that. That's part of what was so fun. I thought this last season of New Jersey, they hadn't filmed in the yeah. summer for a long time. And to see them really going down the shore, having, you know, parties, hopefully COVID, what, I don't know, COVID safe, um, you know, really <laughs> enjoying, <having> <laughs> enjoying summer at the shore, down the shore. It was a fun, different flavor than what we usually get. And I think New York definitely could benefit from that. I think it seems likely that they're going to give the show kind of a little pause and not start filming right away. But I mean, it's August right now, so they would have to take a pretty long pause to be filming in the summer next year. But I know we'll see. I mean, even just filming in the spring would be a different vibe for them because they really have been in this you know, fall, winter niche for a long time. Yeah. Well, we have something to possibly look forward to, and that is potentially a book tour next year because Leah's writing a a non- 
help an anti self help self help book help book if you Honestly, don't want her advice don't read it is how she's going about it that's exactly what I, when leah said she was writing a book i'm like okay it's gonna be this like <laughs> anti self-help thing and it is really um, you, you like thought that that's so well because i because they were like is it a memoir and she's like well i don't just want it to be i'm like yeah it's gonna be like this is my like my Journey. i feel like it's gonna be like a girl boss type of moment kind of which i mean it's not a bad lane for her i just don't i feel like Unless you love Leah, I feel like the book is going to be kind of like annoying. <laughs> Whatever. I, we'll see when it, I, I'm excited. I think the, the cover has potential to be cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking way down the line, but we'll see. Uh, again, that's the only thing we can say about these how things. To, we'll how see. to elevate this shit. Oh my God. That's actually a great title. You should okay. get royalties I'll, for that. I'll that's... DM her and um, offer to sell her my title idea. Okay. I have faith, but also another good news drop. Ebony finds her dad, Jude. Was this episode filled with good news? Filled. I'm really happy for her. Me too. We've, this is, you know, we've seen this happening throughout the season. She's been looking, she had, you know, sort of the bad news with Ashley not being her biological sister. Um, And then really pretty quickly, it seems she was able to, you know, figure out a different way of searching and it worked out. Um, I think she said recently on social media or somewhere that they still haven't met in person because of COVID stuff, but they've talked um, and, you know, things are good. And she feels like she has a family now, which is something we've heard her talk about on the show. You can even tell within like a few episodes, how like she went from being discouraged to like really happy and like, excited once she made like when she told everyone like in her confessional which it is i mean listen what can't be exciting about that that's really great news so i'm happy for her but yeah that's unfortunate that they still haven't met in person but that's what facetime is for people that is what yeah we've we've seen a lot of facetime on housewives with uh with the pandemic i'm i don't know i have mixed (laughs) feelings about facetime scenes Oh, FaceTime scenes. I was like, in real life, though, I love FaceTime. Like, it's the best. You're you're more of a FaceTime person than I am. Like, I, I don't just FaceTime my friends randomly, usually. Oh, my God. Me and my friends, like, sit for... We just sit. Like, we're in the same room together. It's, like, fun. But, it, but like, sometimes I get calls during my shows. And I'm like, guys, I'm working. <sighs> I'm technically work. Like, I have to that, I mean, even I get, like, texts like that where somebody will be <laughs> asking me questions. And it's, like, in the middle of, real, of Beverly Hills. And I'm like, I... No, I, I can't. can't. Do, I can't. I can't like think about something else right now. Like this is, this oh. is a, it's a full time job. A, <laughs> that's a TikTok trend, right? Yes, it's, it's a, a full time job. Courtney Kardashian, or no, it's Kim Kardashian. Um. Well, here we go back to the Hamptons. Vamos a la Hamptons for, for fucking Valentine's Day. Here we go. Do you like my napkin? If, look at the napkins. Look at the table. Look at the candles. Look how beautiful. Look at this. Look at this. Oh yeah, Lu- Luann gets there first, so she's subjected to Ramona's tour <laughs> of the things she's changed in the house, which is like moving the couches closer together. Uh- <laughs> Went to the couches. She was like, nothing. I don't know. Luann's. Oh, they're closer together. Yeah, because that's where you guys are eating for some odd reason. Because you have a dining room, but whatever. 
The house yeah. is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It really is stunning. I remember we, I said last week, I will not stay there. I wasn't invited by the way, but maybe this house gives me more wintry vibes than summer. Like yeah. I feel like maybe it feels, I don't know if cozy is the right word, but uh-uh. no, not it's like too big. And I don't know. It just doesn't give me like summery vibes. It. I just don't love the vibes. Like I, I don't think this would feel like a safe space for me. Um, but you know, I don't, it's debatable whether it's a safe space for any of the ladies in the group. Um, but I do like that Leah is speaking up about not wanting to stay in the same room as she was when they were there earlier this season because she was really going through it with her grandmother. Um, and there's all this discussion of where everyone's going to sleep. And they all agree that Bershon will be in the lower level, which I thought was funny. It's like, she's got to pay her dues. I, yeah, but I, at the same time, like I kind of get that regardless of who was coming the next day, like they're not going to save a room for you on like the top level or like one of the main bedrooms. And like I've said in the past, like I would stay in the lower level, like it is peaceful and quiet <laughs> and away from everyone else. But yeah, until <laughs> I'm dying. This is just so funny. We're like, Think at the same time, thank God next week is the season finale. I know, like, I know. It's just like we give have, it to us. It's like we have stuff to talk about, but then also we're talking about the stuff and like mid sentence, I'm like, the bedroom assignments. <laughs> okay, so let's just, we'll finish by talking about pinned lips on the Harry. Because, okay, to me, this game actually is sort of a perfect illustration of what is what's wrong with this show and like (laughs) how bad things have gotten that it's like when we're when we as viewers you know if I make a meme about how Harry Dubin has been around the block in New York like okay that's great I'm watching the show I'm making a reference all of that but it's like when the only thing they can come up with to do on the actual show is a game making fun of how they always talk about Harry Dubin. It's like, I think they need, they need some new material. And also the fact that while they're playing this random ass game, he happens to call Ramona's phone. What? Like what? I want to know. I don't think we will ever get of truly straight answer from Ramona about the nature of her relationship with Harry Dubin. And I want, that is something where like, if I could have the, the pure unfiltered truth about like five things, I want to know, I want to know, like, I want to know what Erica knew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to know, um, you know, like maybe what Vicky knew about Brooks. You want to know if Caroline or Jacqueline uh, tipped off the feds. (laughs) Maybe I want to know if Meredith Marks tipped off the feds. We'll see. We got a lot of goddamn rats in this group. It's a lot of questions, but I want to know I one somewhere on the list, not at the very top. I want to know like how intimate Ramona has gotten with Harry Dubin. No, I don't though. Like I don't Dylan, like we don't. Then you can, you can use your wishes on something else. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Our wishes are separate. We don't have, we can, we're not splitting these. Okay. Well that we are, we are leaving off New York. We will be back next week for the 
finale. Bless our hearts. But we okay. What is crazy though, to know that next week is the finale, and we know for a fact they have not filmed a reunion yet. And as based on what I have heard and what seems to be the consensus from, I say this, I use this word lightly, but reliable sources. I don't even know that they have been told a reunion date at this That's point. Insane. So regardless of what is happening behind the scenes, they will not have a reunion ready two weeks from today. Like that's not going to be, there's going to be a gap. I want to know why though, because like what would be the, re- it, oh my God, do you think that they are saying the season was that bad. They don't need a reunion. That's the only, what other option well, could it be? There, I mean, there's lots not have of, one? there's lots of little rumblings, you know, there's like the, the rumor that like Ramona, Luann, possibly Sonia basically said that they don't want to talk about some of the issues, AKA race. And so that's been a, an issue with like, what are we, how are we going to do the reunion? You know, there I saw a rumor that Ebony debunked that she said was fake, that somebody somebody said that Ebony thought she was gonna get fired and was trying to take legal action against Bravo for trying to get rid of her, and that that's why the reunion was delayed, which like she commented on that and was like, What legal act like there's no legal yeah. action for being like not renewed on a show? Like that's just how life goes so like um no like that's fake i've I've said this in the past like i just can't believe the people that make up these rumors i know i know (laughs) it's It's so weird i should just like slide into random people's dms and be like (laughs) i heard from a reliable source i could cause i could do a lot of damage and yeah you can like that way spill loads of but yeah so i mean i think it's at this point, I haven't seen anything definitive or heard anything definitive about why the reunion's delayed, but we know that it's delayed because yep. they haven't done it yet. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's talk about Below Deck Med. Just, yes. just, for, just for a few minutes. I thought this episode was fun. <laughs> I thought this episode was a little fun. It's mm. nothing super explosive, but I think this is a Below Deck first, possibly racking my brain of that we will be having a fourth stew coming on board. I don't know that we've had that before. I mean, I right this second cannot think in all the seasons and different um, below deck shows if there has been. So for, forgive me, but it's certainly not the norm to have a fourth stew on below my, deck. My question is, and I wanted to know your thoughts on this throughout the episode. And even last week, Katie made it clear like she wants she needs more help. They they need more help. And that Lexi is like, you know, not doing her job correctly, et cetera. And then she's given the opportunity and she's so hesitant. And what makes it even weirder is that she's not she doesn't have to fire Lexi. Lexi's not getting fired. You're getting extra help. So I was just so confused why Katie was like really truly on the fence and didn't know what to do about bringing on this fourth stew. I was like, you're, you're being handed this. I think she was conflicted because the actual ideal situation or maybe not ideal, but if Lexi was pulling her weight, they wouldn't need a fourth person. And so I think she feels like it's somehow like that bringing on the fourth person is like this band-aid on the actual problem, which is that Lexi isn't pulling her weight. And so whether Sandy won't let her fire Lexi or whether she doesn't want to deal with firing Lexi, it's, I mean, whatever it is, I feel like Katie is a little bit like we shouldn't need a fourth stew. Like this boat doesn't need four stews it's like a flaw in our department versus like needing a replacement. So honestly, I feel like she would probably rather fire Lexi Lexi, and just bring on a good, a good third stew. But Sandy is kind of Sandy's like, why wouldn't you just want four when you could have four? Like, and I, I get why she's a little conflicted. I do think that accepting that extra help is the right decision totally because Overall, Lexi took it better than I think we sort of expected her to. Um, And I think it sort of makes it a lot easier to get rid of Lexi if she continues to underperform and if the new person is competent. So 
Yeah. I think it will end up being a good move. I agree. I think she absolutely should have taken the fourth too. I, the reason I would be mad if I was on the crew is because adding another person instead of replacing another person is obviously affecting everyone's tips. Cause you're now sharing it with an extra person. Oh, you're right. Wow. And then we see in the preview, first of all, we saw the mid season like trailer and it looks so good. There was a lot of injuries. It seems, but there's still <laughs> like, everybody's bleeding. Everybody's. Yeah. But this too seems to, which I kind of had a feeling was going to happen. She is a second stew and not more of the third stew. And she is shown to be doing like laundry and like the, the beds and stuff, but like, we'll get there. But I'm so confused how like she's going to not confuse. I'm so uh, interested to see how she's going to take it. But she, cause she, again, the new stew has to know why she's coming on. You got to right. know. And I think they, I think that was the other kind of element of Katie Katie's uncertainty was, is this, am I bringing this person on as a fourth stew or am I bumping someone down or what she ends up deciding is that she doesn't want to do ranks anymore, which is essentially demoting Lexi because, you know, this whole time Lexi has been acting superior to Courtney and on paper, she is superior to Courtney, but obviously that hasn't been reflecting in her job performance and I don't think anybody on the crew really like thinks that she deserves a higher position. So I feel like this is Katie's kind of workaround to avoid like technically demoting anyone, but clearly it's not, uh, it doesn't reflect well on Lexi that she's like, yeah, I don't actually think you should be like above other people. Yeah. And also when this charter was leaving and like they were, Please beyond please with Matt's food, which like, oh, I was so happy to see that too. Yeah. He did a really great job. But I wanted them to also call out the fact that like Katie was working really hard and busting her ass and they were even aware of that. And then when they went in for their tip meeting, like Captain Sandy was like not mad. She was like, she got like an actual, like the charter guest told her what the issues were. And she was like, guys, we just need to like, you know, work harder. And like in old seasons, Captain Sandy would have like laid into them and told them what they need to do and make dip and make moves. And she was just like, yeah, so this is your tip. Okay. <laughs> Good job. I, I sort of agree, but I also think that one of the frustrating things about Captain Sandy is that she's always been really hot and cold with what she decides to care about and what she yeah. lets slide. And so I think in past seasons, she might have gotten mad, but also three episodes ago, she might have gotten mad and you're <laughs> never, you never really know what's going to upset her. And so that's kind of like the annoying thing is that, you know, somebody could give the smallest little piece of feedback or like, you know, Malia with the slide or something. And it's like a big issue. Whereas like, okay, if if your guests really felt like they weren't being paid attention to the whole charter that's, a, that's pretty bad luckily yeah. they still got a good tip but oh my god the morn in the morning when they had been up for so long and they had to like make their own drinks and lexi was down in the galley being like yeah nobody's up yet i oh my god that made me so mad i was so mad on katie's behalf it did because katie was like you have to stay up there until one of it's almost like she didn't realize you have to stay up right there you can't just check every one of us come 
you can't just check every 30 minutes whether someone's up because if someone gets up right after you check and then is waiting 30 minutes to get a drink, it's like, that's not how this is supposed to work. Yeah. It I was, don't know. It was, it's know. no good, but the Oktoberfest was, was a success. It, and oh, I um, did feel a little bad when they were like, come up, come up. And Lexi was like, no. So I have to clean up your guys's mess after you had fun already with the char guests. I was like, I actually agree with her on that, but they were like, she's not, she's not wrong all the time. Like there are moments, there are moments as much as Lexi rubs me the wrong way. There are definitely moments when I'm like, yeah, I get it. I guess that's a compliment. You're not wrong all the time. (laughs) You know, a broken clock is right twice a day. So Oh, well, okay. Well, (laughs) we will be back on Thursday with another episode. Obviously we're going to be talking about Beverly Hills and we have a very exciting interview with none other than Crystal Kong Minkoff. We talked about everything. We got into it. Amazing. We asked her about Sutton. We asked her about finding Nemo. We, (laughs) it's a good story. Um, it's a, I think it was a really fun interview. I'm excited for you all to hear it. And of course, she told us that this week's episode of Beverly Hills is another doozy. So yes. we will be recapping it. I'm, I'm actually nervous, but out of all of our interviews, and we don't say this that often, because like we do a lot and we love everyone, but like Crystal's was one of my favorites. She was very genuine. She was very cool, real, funny. Like I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed talking to her. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, Beverly Hills. Wow. I feel like my my week just peaks every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow so you don't miss that episode on Thursday. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.